assistance through Virginia's community colleges is your pathway to a new future, helping those who qualify pay for school and train for the right career. Right where you are, right now. Get a skill. Get a job. Get ahead. You can learn more at vccs.edu forward slash G3. ATB Faithful, Corey Graves here with a special treat for all of you. Today, I'm happy to share the debut episode of WWE's newest podcast, Uncool with Alexa Bliss. That's right, the goddess joins our WWE podcast network with a show celebrating the awkwardness of adolescence. On Uncool, Alexa's going to be sitting down with celebrities, musicians, and WWE superstars to chat about who they were before all the fame and success. They'll share embarrassing moments from high school and college, awful fashion decisions, their favorite music, movies, and so much more from the 90s and early 2000s. So just sit back and enjoy the first episode of Uncool with Alexa Bliss, featuring her guest, WWE superstar, the A-lister, The Miz. Uh, Miz is a guy I know very well, but on this show, he shares a first date story that he's never shared with any of us. And it's absolutely hilarious, disgusting, but hilarious. Check it out and make sure to subscribe to Uncool with Alexa Bliss on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. WWE superstar Alexa Bliss, and welcome to my podcast, Uncool with Alexa Bliss. On this show, I'll be talking to my fellow WWE superstars, celebrities, musicians, and friends. Together, we'll share embarrassing stories from childhood, explore mortifying moments from the not-so-distant past, and celebrate all things awkward. After all, no matter how successful, confident, or cool someone may seem, at one point or another, we've all been uncool. My guest today on Uncool is Mike The Miz Mizanin. Mike is a former WWE champion, eight-time Intercontinental champion, eight-time tag team champion, and 14-year WWE veteran. You may remember Mike and The Miz as a former housemate on MTV's The Real World. Mike and his wife, WWE superstar Maurice, have an incredibly successful reality show, Miz and Mrs. And he's also the host of the brand new game show, Cannonball. He's arrogant. He's a perfectionist. And he's my friend. Before I met Mike the Miz, I thought he was obnoxious. I thought he was a brat and um, the guy that always needs to be heard and uh, just wants the spotlight. And uh, come to find out, that's really how he is. I'm kidding. He's not. Um, he's actually like super nice, super genuine. And uh, he's actually become one of my favorite people on the roster. And it's just so funny to see that, that, you know, we can be perceived as one things because we portray characters and, you know, some people are their characters just turned up, but Mike is amazing and super cool, super, you know, humble and just all around one of my favorite people, super funny. And I would never expect that from his character. I remember one of our earliest interactions was us quoting Days to Confused. Uh, he always he always goes, check you later. And so like I heard that in passing and I was like, oh, you watch Days and Confused. I love that movie. And so it was just like one of those things. And I actually met him through Maurice. So I met Maurice first and then Mike. Uh, then the friendship started from there. And since then, we've done tight pants videos all together. 
me and Maurice went shopping on Total Divas, and it's just been a whole, a whole thing. And they're they're amazing people, an amazing couple, and you know they are just so entertaining. It's out of control. All right, here we have the A-lister, must see, Mike the Miz Mizanin, but. Everyone knows you as the big, popular, big chiseled Mike, confident WWE superstar that you are, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about who you are beneath all of that, who you were leading up to this. So my question is, when were you the least cool? First question. Wow. Look mm-hmm. at you. Is this the first question? Well, okay. We we're really starting to, when oh, was I the least cool? I mean, I was always cool. Were you but, uh, uh Actually, no, I mean, I would say like my friends would always say I wasn't cool in, in high school, but Why? I was cool in high school because uh, they're my friends and that's what friends do. Friends basically, you know, were you, you know, that person smack. that was like super confident? So they had to like humble you out by saying you were no, cool? actually, I wasn't actually. No, I don't I don't think anyone in high school is really that confident in anything they do. I mean, I was. I was captain of the baseball team. I was captain of the cross country team, senior editor of the yearbook. I was the president, student government president. Uh, so I did do a lot of stuff. But it sounds like you couldn't decide if you were either a jock or a nerd. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, do you know why I was the senior editor of the yearbook? So you could get your picture in the yearbook? Well, so my <laughs> uh, my junior year, I looked at the yearbook and I wasn't in it. I was like in like the sports stuff and everything, but there was like cool candid shots that I wasn't in. And I was like, how am I not in this yearbook? Yeah. I mean, all, I'm doing all these things. I'm not in the yearbook. So that year I went and uh, said, hey, can I uh, can I join the the yearbook squad? And they go, do you want to be the senior editor? And I go, yes. Yes, I do. So the next year we so just next, plastered oh all over God. it. <laughs> all my friends were like, dude, th- it's basically like your like scrapbook. <laughs> and it's all pictures of you. Like if you look at our yearbook, it is every other page. My, I might be on it. Is there like a favorite page that you remember like, that you? How much of a narcissist am I to sit there and go, "All right, I'm not in the yearbook. I need to be in the yearbook." So I'm, I'm going to become there. the president. I'm going to. I'm going to be the senior editor of the yearbook, <laughs> and, and I'm going to put my in picture there. in every single. Thing. And and there was like other other editors that were yeah. like, "Look, it's a little much." I go, "Oh, is it? Are you the senior editor?" <laughs> yeah. So put so it you in. Had a power trip too on top of it. Well, you know. <laughs> And then not only that, so I was student government president. Okay. And uh, the way I got to be student government president, like uh, I remember going over my speech and I did the speech to my dad. And my dad goes, that's your speech? That's what you're <laughs> going to say? That's going to make people want to vote for you? Yeah. You're not going to be, you're going to be student government president. Did you're you not, not gonna... promise anything? Like, no, no. Do you remember I, I what just, that speech I, entailed? I, I did the standard, you know, like, Hey everyone, like, you know, vote for me because, you know, you know, I really do. I work hard and I'll work hard for you. And, you know, I really think that we could do a lot with this school right. and a lot. And then my dad was like, no. For the students, by the yeah, students. Yeah. Kind of rah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And honestly, I, uh, I, my dad told me what to say. He was like, you need to talk about the football team. I was like, dad, the football team sucks. Like we haven't won a game in like three years. And he goes, exactly. But guess what? If you can motivate them that they're going to actually win and do good this next year, then guess what? You can get everyone on your side. And guess what? Baseball, basketball, all the sports. Then not only that, but talk about a homecoming part, like the dance. That is one of the biggest dances that you have. That's your biggest job. Make sure that people are motivated, that they want to go, that people want to be with each other. And, and it, he was just motivating me. So then I went and back and I wrote the, 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 I guess, promo. I guess it was yeah. like my first real promo was for 
to get student government president. And I went in there and I was the least favorite. I was not going to win. There was no doubt. My like, like my buddy Ogre was going to win. And yeah, Ogre. Yeah. Ogre, I just watched Ogre Revenge of the gonna, Nerds. So that's the first Ogre. thing that pops in my head. Is so Ogre. my buddy Ogre was going to win. <laughs> and he was like, he was a football player. He's yeah. the nicest guy. Everyone loved him. Uh, everyone loves him. Still loves him to this day. I mean, he's just a really true, genuine, cool person. You know, you, you yeah. look at when you think of a cool person, you think of 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 ogre so <laughs> you don't really think of the name but yeah we call him ogre anyway so uh he he went up he did his speech there was like five people that did speeches and when i got up after my speech i got a standing ovation what and i got all but two votes and the two votes i didn't get were like his best friend and his other like his two best friends yeah and i was like wow Man. so i yeah i i cut a promo to, so that's when you knew you're like I'm a performer. So not only am I a performer, but yeah, I'm a nerd. Yeah, because I'm president of the student government. But so I don't, is that like I, the nerdiest thing? Here's that you the thing, did? though. Like, I don't ever consider like when we talk about nerds, I don't consider it bad. No, it's not a bad I thing. I consider at all. it like uh, like almost like a nod. Like back in the day, I guess you could say like better the nerds, nerds, nerds. Yeah. It was like a bad thing, but now it's almost like a. Uh, like applaud like star thing. wars is the coolest biggest movie out there oh 100 you know and uh and I was a nerd. everyone goes to comic-con and dresses up and you were not oh i totally was were you a cheerleader yes but okay. i was also in drama club were you yeah so wow we're just two peas in a pot over yeah. here aren't we yeah okay so wait you were you were in drama club uh-huh tell me what, what did you play did you I play was... like a tree no i played an old lady that killed her parents with an axe what kind of <laughs> high school did you go to? It was the man who came to dinner was the play. What was your family like when they watched? Were they crying? I could I could just see your mom like applauding, bringing you flowers and crying. No, everyone thought it was great. Everyone thought it was funny. But I mean, afterwards. Oh, like, no. Afterwards, she, she was of, of how proud she is. Well, she she was proud, but I think she was disappointed, too, because I picked that over track. So I did pole vaulting for a track and then I quit pole vaulting to do drama. You were a pole vaulter? Not a good one. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't no. seem... But I, I was I, a gymnast, so I had like those shoulders, those uh, gymnast shoulders. Okay. So wait, why would your mom not want you to do drama club and want you to do track? Did she feel like you were going to be a track star and that you could do no. something with it? Like, I feel like She drama, just liked me being in athletics. I see. Yeah. Your mom was definitely always into like, you need to be in athletics. Yes. I was the poor... Like my parents would always be like... Uh, my dad would just try try out stuff, right. and then I would end up loving baseball, basketball. Football. I just ended up loving that stuff, yeah. And I never got to do drama, which I wish I would have in high school because of all the sports that I was in, yeah. But I never got to do drama. Drama is like, so fun. It, 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 you know, that's that's one thing that like I wish I would have done in school that I didn't do. Yeah. But fast forward, you know. Now you're doing drama it? all the time, technically. Well, fast forward four years later, I was in Los Angeles and I was taking acting classes, improv classes, and trying and taking uh, wrestling classes at UPW to try to become a WWE superstar. So, I yeah. mean, it just goes to show that like, even if you don't do it in high school, you could still do it later on. In oh, life. 100%. So that kind of ties in with what I was going to say. So my family, I remember growing up, I really wanted to play violin. And my parents bought me a violin and I played the violin for a couple weeks. And then they were like, okay, no more violin. One, because I broke my arm and they're like, you need to focus on healing. How'd and you getting, make your arm? Uh, gymnastics. Of course you did. Of course. Um, 
I had it was broken to the point where my elbow was shattered and I had to have pins put in my put in my arm and they th- never thought I'd be able to straighten it or turn it over ever again. Like it was that shattered. Um and that hurt me because I really wanted to play the violin. And my mom hated the fact that I played violin because, you know, screeching violin in the house 24-7. It was not a good, you know, but I was I was so bound and determined to learn hot cross buns on that dang violin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when well, I, you know why I know that? Because that's what my daughters like uh, we play. Yeah. Like all nursery rhymes all all the it time. It all starts with hot cross buns. Like Dave and Ava is on it on <laughs> at my house all the time. All the nursery rhymes all day every day. Yeah. And like imagine that, but in a screechy violin sound. You know what I'm saying? So when I broke my arm and it got better, I was like, I'm gonna play violin again. My mom's like, No, you're getting back into gymnastics. You're getting back into uh, cheerleading, softball, the whole deal. So. I always wonder if if I would have told her differently, like, no, I'm not, how she would react. So how do you think your dad would have reacted if you were like, you know what, dad, I'm not going to do any of these sports. I'm just going to be in drama. Would you consider playing violin nerdy? No. You don't? I just just imagined it triggered all of her migraines. Would you consider me playing violin nerdy? I don't know if I can see you playing the violin. Well, Well, if you were in a John Glenn elementary school... In third grade, then you would have been able to witness. Did you play the violin? Me playing the violin. Did you laugh at the f holes? Because I did. So hold on. No, I did not. <laughs> no, I did not laugh at the f holes. Uh, so uh, when I was uh, in, I think it was third or fourth grade, uh, we were able to. Uh, our school said, you know, you could play play an instrument. We'll teach right. you how to play an instrument. We have a music class, and so it was the viola. Cello? Violin, cello, and bass yes. are the, were the four things. And the girl I liked was playing violin. Okay. And everyone else was playing viola. Yeah. And so I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm going to play the violin. <laughs> so I get to spend, it's just me and her. Yeah. Like we get to, get to talk and hang out the whole time, yeah. like during music class. So uh, we would we would hang out all the time. Like I didn't know how to play this thing. I would try. Like I am just not musically inclined. I always wanted to right. be. I've tried guitar, drums, uh, the flute, which is another tried story. The flute. Which well, we're going to get to that. Yes. Uh, so uh, the violin. So we had to play "Ode to Joy" yep. at the school music recital. I didn't know how to play "Ode to Joy." I've tried <laughs> and tried and tried. I'm going to mess up this girl's this girl. This girl's family is going to. It's me and her. Like, we have to do it together. Oh, it's just like, the two of you. The two just of us. Just the two of you. Just the two of us. So no one else that you can kind of like lip no, sync no, version can, of the violin. No, no. I can't lip sync. I can't. <laughs> so I don't know what to do. Like, I'm going to mess up. The girl that I like, that I've been having a, a, a whole conversation the with The reason you the picked three, up a violin. Yeah, <laughs> is because I like this girl. And I'm going to mess up her recital <laughs> in front of her family and all of her friends. Yeah. Because I can't play this That's stupid how you're thing and I'm not musically inclined. <laughs> so what did I do? What do you think I did? I, if I didn't know how to play, I would just would have pretended to but play. But you practiced and you practiced and you practiced and you still couldn't get it. Oh, uh, I would say I was sick or something. I didn't. I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. I went up there and I put the, the, I forgot what it was called. The bow. I put it like this, a centimeter up over the string and I acted like I was doing it. The thing is, she sounded great. Yeah. Like. 
But could you, tell you knew just I was one violin well, oh, going. Yes, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Just... Like there was only one violin going, and <laughs> everyone knew. <laughs> everyone knew. But I wasn't going to mess it up. That's what I would have done but too. Here's the thing. I, I would have I'm not going to mess up this girl's recital. Like right. if I would have put, if I would have chimed in and got wrong notes, I might have messed her up. Right. But in a sense, Ode to Joy was never played so joyously right. that night because I decided to say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to do this. Yes. I'm going to go up there. I'm going to act like I'm doing You're it. lip sync it. Hence, that's why I'm a good actor. <laughs> do you want the flute story? I sure do. So in fourth grade, <laughs> a year later, uh, we obviously know that I can't play the violin. And right. after the Ode to Joy uh, debacle, I said, I'm never doing that again. And they said, now you get air. Like, you can use air stuff. So it was like uh, the flute. Like clarinet. Clarinet. Uh, uh, like ba- the, the, the trombone. Oh, trombone. Uh, like trumpet. horn. Trumpet. Like all those. So I said, well, what am I going to do this time? Well, <laughs> because the there was 13 so well. girls doing the flute. Like, uh, that, were, that were trying on the flute. So I said, you know what? There's going to be 13 girls in me. Yep. So I went in there and we all, it was a blast. I had a fun, I never got a note out of the flute. I don't know if you know how hard it is. You can't, you gotta like, you gotta put, like your, put your, like, you gotta put your, you gotta put your like bottom lip onto the flute. Right. And you gotta blow like, like over your lip. Into yeah. Kind of like, and it's, it's, let me tell you something. It is very difficult. And the reason I know this is because I had three months. I feel like three months is the limit for me. Right. Uh, I didn't get one note out there and I ended up not doing it. But I mean, I was in there with 13 girls. It was a blast. So it kind of worked out anyway. It worked out. I mean, it was, it was fun. Yeah. I made everyone laugh. Well, there you go. And I was the so only one like not to get a clown? note the entire town. I wouldn't say I was a class clown. No. Um, I just talked a lot. I was always the, the kid in, in elementary school that was next to the teacher. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it's a class clown. And I wouldn't say I was a bad kid. Like the teachers all loved me. Right. I just couldn't keep my mouth shut. That's how I was. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the parent-teacher conferences, every single one. So my mom is a bit of a hoarder. And we found- No. no, Angel, a hoarder? No. So actually, I made her get rid of everything a couple years ago. And we found my old report cards. And we found, like, our teacher one year wrote us all poems for Christmas. And Really? Yeah. And mine was, like, Alexis, social butterfly, chitty chatter chitty, like, like- Alexis and that was like it and every time my parents uh, every one of my report cards says talks too much and every parent teacher conference uh, I remember because we lived in Florida at the time and the whole room was a circle like the classroom desks were a circle and our teacher was like so this is the classroom everyone's desks are in a circle and then there was one in the middle and that was mine. Wow. <laughs> because I couldn't stop talking. <laughs> See, mine was never in a circle. Mine they were always in rows and yeah. there the the teacher was always in the front and my desk was always next to hers. So she can like literally go like stop talking or I she right. put me away from everyone so I couldn't talk to anyone. Right. But yeah. then it just got me louder. Yeah, I I was just I was literally the alienated person and I was the desk of shame, just yes. right in the middle. Just, yeah. So she was like, you literally cannot talk to anyone. And then I would just raise my hand anyway and keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> I would tell stories mid-lesson. I'm like, hey, so the other day I was at Kroger and like just, and she'd be like, shut up. Just Lexi, this is not what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to do math problems here. All yeah. right. Well, have you, By the way, have you seen the new math? I No, I still have to pull out my calcu- calculator for simple math. And then they don't do cursive anymore, I heard. Yeah, I've heard that's like weaning out. I couldn't believe it. 
Yeah. I we remember, had a, we I remember doing that. cursive. My handwriting was, oh, you're left-handed. Mm-hmm. Was your handwriting always bad in elementary school? It was terrible. When I first started in kindergarten, I think it was. It was either like preschool or kindergarten. The teacher- oh, you so advanced. I was so advanced. No, my uh, my teacher made me write with my right hand because whenever I would try to write with my left, she told me I was doing it wrong. And so- Get out of here. Yeah. So that day, my mom, I was coloring and I go, oops, and change hands. And my mom goes, what are you doing? And I was like, my teacher said I have to write with my right hand because that's the right way to do it. You can't write with your left because I would smear. What kind of school were you going to where so a teacher wrath, tells you you're not left-handed? The wrath of Angel showed up that oh, day. Oh, God, I would have loved to see that. She busted through the school and was like, if my kid wants to write with her left hand, she's going to write with her left hand, like the whole deal. But I had the sloppiest handwriting because I didn't understand that if I didn't just pick up my hand a little bit, I wouldn't smear the entire sentence with my left hand. See, I never learned that either. I still don't do it. (laughs) I still don't pick it up. Is there one of those embarrassing moments in high school that you were like, oh, my God, I'll never live that down or I'll never forget about it because it was that embarrassing? Some people don't. (laughs) I don't know if I want to tell this story. I think you do. <laughs> it's, not, it's not high school, though. It's college. Oh, that works. I'm sorry about any time before you were the Miz. All right. I guess I'll tell. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> this is actually my most embarrassing story ever. Oh, so I get the good stuff. Yeah, this is this is because uh, I, I don't remember anything in, 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 in high school. And then most of the WWE stuff that's embarrassing for me is like, I don't know. It's uh, uh, like. WWE's version would be like when I forgot the phone number for the diva search and I was the host of the show and literally forgot all my like everything like when you're a host like and you don't have cue cards you don't have a teleprompter you're out there and if you forget the phone number that everyone has to call to vote in on guess what that's not a good thing and it it wasn't on the it's not like it was on a board or anything like that that I could actually read off of it was I couldn't imagine I was was afraid I was going to do that with Wrestlemania I had to go out because I was the host last year I had to go out and name the I had to remember the number because we hit a record mm-hmm. and I was like I'm going to mess up this number Yeah, I couldn't imagine memorizing a phone number and being like call in to from, yeah, from then on yeah, <laughs> yeah from then on in, when that happens you get this kind of knot in your stomach you, you're, you get a panic yep. you get a cold sweat going yep. and I've never felt that before in my life and when that happened, I was like, oh, my God, this is what pe- I froze. Yeah. And I couldn't I couldn't think of anything to get out of the f- you just blank. It, it, everything just went white. No. And I was like, oh, my God. And thank God that, like, the, the producers played someone's music because I was like, I'm I'm gone. Yeah. I, have, I have nowhere like, else I to go. I could not even try to put something together if couldn't I tried. couldn't do anything. It was the most embarrassing thing. And I was I, I never forget. I went back to Vince and I go, that will never happen again. I am so sorry. And he goes, no. I know it'll never happen again. You'll work on it. Aww. And I worked and I worked and I worked. And sometimes I still get those those moments of, yeah, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say. I don't want to say. I don't want to say. But then it just ends up happening. Back to college. <laughs> college. So, college Mike. College Mike. I'm at Miami University of Ohio. And uh, I meet this very pretty girl. And it's a girl in my math class. And I was like, wow, this girl's so pretty. And... <laughs> she ended up living right by me. Like Miami, Ohio is four hours from Cleveland and she lived like 20 minutes away from me. I was like, oh, wow, we should meet up while while we're home for for break. She's like, oh my God, that'd be great. Oh my, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like this never (laughs) happens, you know? So 
uh, I go home. Uh, we do Thanksgiving, and the day after Thanksgiving, I uh, I I call her up. I said, "Hey, do you want to hang out?" She goes, "Yeah, my parents aren't home. Like, do you want to come over and watch a movie?" I'm like, "Cha-ching! Do I? <laughs> are you kidding words, me? Like, yeah." <laughs> so, like, uh, I remember driving there in my mom's uh, Grand Pontiac Grand Am. You sure did. And I was uh, I was listening to Blink One Eighty Two. Heck yeah! Because all it, the small it, things. Oh, all the small things. <laughs> the whole thing, by the way. Yeah, I was listening to the the whole the, that whole CD. <laughs> so I get there. We're talking, we're hanging out, we're sitting on the uh on the uh on the couch watching a movie and I'm like, wow, and she kind of leans in right. and I got my arm around her. I'm like, oh my God, like this, this is, great. is great. This is the <laughs> coolest thing ever. Her parents aren't home. I'm right. like, who knows what's gonna happen tonight? <laughs> you know? So so then uh, so then right all of a sudden I hear I'm like, oh, what is that? <laughs> Uh, and I'm like, uh, and everybody, I'm like, I'm like, oh, oh my God, no. what is going on? I'm like, uh, you know, can I use your restroom? And she's like, yeah, sure. It's right over there. I'm like, great. Thanks. I'm like, oh my God, what, oh no. what is going on with me? Why, why is this, what's going on? So I sit down on the toilet and I'm going and all of a sudden I start getting a cold sweat oh, and no. I start like kind of getting dizzy and i feel something coming up and i'm like no now hold on i'm on the toilet what do you <laughs> so do where are you gonna but vomit what, yeah, where do you do is there what, a trash can there th- that's what i'm looking or do you for turn around so i i am holding my mouth and i'm trying to like you oh know it, and i'm looking all over the uh i'm looking all over the room i'm like oh my god i'm trying to reach the sink i can't get up right i'm going right like i'm doing two things at once right you know you're just and from all, all ends. And, and about to do three things and all of a sudden it's like <laughs> and it, it gets so much in my mouth i'm holding you, you no. ever see those videos where someone's holding their mouth and it just goes yes, everywhere? everywhere that's exactly what happened projectile all over the bathroom no i mean and it wasn't just a little one it was like like, it was like it was almost like exorcist yeah like it was just flaring out of me no i I, and i'm by the way i'm still on the toilet yes and i'm like (laughs) i'm like i I can't get up worst case scenario so so then okay now it was all over the rugs oh it was all over the walls (gasps) there was no cleaning supplies in this bathroom what'd you do i uh i i got up looked at myself in the mirror started talking to myself in the mirror like you know you did y- this you got to go out there this happened. you got to do and by the way i tried using my hands no to scoop to it scoop up it and up. put it in no. and try to get and then i tried using like toilet paper but toilet paper doesn't work right you know it's not going to scrub things off well right. if anything it makes it worse and so i went out there and i go you know i i had an accident she goes oh you did Oh, all right, Lo, it's okay. It's all right. I was like, "Do you have any cleaning supplies?" She goes, "Sure, here." And then, and as we're walking towards the back, I go, "You don't want to go." And she goes, "No, it's fine." She opens the door. She goes, oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I don't know what happened. I, I just feel sick." And she goes, "No, take off your clothes." I'm like, "Take off my clothes? Sure. Uh, uh, we just met. You know, yeah. I, I don't. Uh, but I'm a guy. I'm like, yeah, I'll take yeah, off my sure. clothes." She washes my clothes. And I ended up puking nine times and I couldn't, I couldn't leave her house. Cause I was like, You're I was, I was projectile dead. Vomiting. I was dead. She took care of me that entire night. Oh, that was so nice of her. Yeah. Did you guys see we each other We ended up again? dating. We ended up dating for oh. like a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So, so that, but that was like the first impression. That was my yeah. That was her first impression of me. Oh my gosh. So uh, I mean, I was like, wow, that was amazing. But yeah, that was a very embarrassing moment. Oh no. What was you your guys, embarrassing moment? My embarrassing moment. Do you have one? I actually do. It's not nearly as bad as that. But so I was so I had a crush on my neighbor Corey. I started trading Pokemon cards because he liked Pokemon cards. I started be, uh, learning how to skateboard because he was a skateboarder. I dressed like Avril because I thought that's what you do when. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a huge crush on my neighbor. Oh, that's so funny on so many levels. I know. <laughs> I know. So we, so I, I wore like the baggy pants. The, the white tank top. I had the ties. I wore the wristbands. I was listening to Evanescence every moment I could. Like, I was like, I'm going to get this guy, right? So, come to find out, he did not like me in any way, shape, or form. Why not? I was a really big tomboy growing up, and he just was not like... You were a tomboy? Yes. Really? Yeah. And he wanted, like, a girly girl? Or... I guess. I don't know. But, like, I was listening to the song, you know, he was a skater boy, you know? Like, and I was yeah. like, that's what I'm going to be. You, you know, it's funny. When you say, like, you were buying, like, Pokemon cards. So, in third grade, there was a really popular boy band group named New Kids on the Block. Oh, yes. And all the girls loved New Kids on the Block. <laughs> so, guess who liked New Kids on the you Block? You did. That is correct. Uh, 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 I had all the cards. <laughs> I had a big like little pin of Joey right. on my thing. And it's all because I could sit there and talk to all the girls yeah. while trading them cards, giving them cards, like talking about like my first concert was New Kids on the Block. That's awesome. I, honestly, I saw that. So my first concert was New Kids on the Block. It, they were at the Richfield Coliseum. And then. Uh, cut to shooting Santa's Little Helper with Paige. Yeah. And uh, they came into town for the main event. It was them. Uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Chili, Left Eye. What's that band? TLC. TLC. Yes. Perfect. They came in with TLC. So uh, we actually knew someone that does uh, th that works with TLC. And so I got us all tickets. That's we all cool. went to see New Kids on the Block. I was the only one singing out of the entire group <laughs> of people amazing. that went with us. <laughs> Paige so had good. no idea any song. I'm like, step one. Yeah. And and they were like, they were like, I was like, what are you kidding me? Step two. Yeah. Oh my god. I was like, step one. Yeah, like, New Kids on the Block. Is do you know before, step one? No. It's, they're a little before my time, but I just know that oh my, my aunt god. my aunt thought she was gonna date anyone in the room. Step one. Step one. Yes, step one. What's step one? Oh, my God, guys. Step one. one. <laughs> well, we could have lots of fun. Step two. Yeah, There's no. so much we can do. Step three. Nothing. It's just you and me. Yeah, you really See, can't, can't sing. I can't, can I you? Really can't. Like, so I've always wanted to have a voice. I've always wanted to sing. And I can't. But you can't. I've had people try to teach me. I've had people hone in and be like, I'm, I'm a lost cause for singing. <laughs> I'm a lost cause. Yeah. Sorry. I have no clue. Oh, my God. A little before well, my So time. you were, you're more of a Backstreet Boys NSYNC? So NSYNC was my first concert ever. Um, and then it was Avril, then Bowling for Soup. Who was the best? Bowling for Soup, for sure. I don't even know who Bowling for Soup <gasps> is. They're the ones that came out with the song Alexa Bliss. The 1985 oh, guys. Sorry. Oh my God. Oh, how dare me not know how that? Dare you. But are, are they? They're not. They're. They're not old they're group. Older. Oh, they they're are. Older. Yeah. 
Bowling for soup. Bowling for soup, man. All right. Sorry. I didn't. That was I'll my have thing. to get him. All right. Okay. Yeah. You had your whole little video and sure did. little song. But yeah, InSync was like my jam. I, I even bought that video, the Darren's Dance Grooves, and I learned all the. Wait, what? There was a video back in the 2000s, and you could learn all the InSync dance moves. I bought said video and learned all the dance moves. Because I thought that's what was going to make me cool. Because I was definitely not. I couldn't even get Corey next door to like me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Corey I can't, couldn't do it. Corey couldn't do it. Could, <laughs> so I needed to did, try another do you think, approach. Do you think Corey would have liked you if you if you showed him the dance moves? Because that's not really tomboyish. That's if anything, that's very I would say girly, right? Probably not. He was never an in sync person. He was more Blink One Eighty Two. Yes, yes. I was Blink One Eighty Two as yes. well. I like them. Boy, you, we haven't even got to my nerdiness yet either. By the way, can we recap? Can, can I just recap something? Let's recap. We have established that I, uh, you played violin and I played violin. Yes, we're both from Ohio. Pretty pretty nerdy. We're both from Ohio. You have no idea what step one is in None. the New Kids on the Block. Well, I know and, I know who they are based on, have you seen the Adam Sandler movie, That's My Boy, with Andy Samberg, and he has a New Kids on the Block tattoo that morphs because he... That's the only like reference of New Kids on the Block that I have. Oh, we have established that I am really, really old. You're not old. That I mean, when, I'm just when, really, when, really when young. You don't know exactly 100. <laughs> percent That is exactly it. <laughs> all right. Well, to wrap it all up, I just want to know. So, if you could go back to your most uncool moment in your life, find that age, find that version of you. What would your current self tell your past self? I feel like everyone would say this, like, everything's going to be okay. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep positive. Focus in on what you want and go after it. Find the tools that you need. And I've told this, by the way, to my friends who always, like, I like my friends from high school are, like, near and dear to me. And so we always have very in-depth conversations. And sometimes they're like, yeah, I'm not sure. You know, I, I want to do this. I want to do some of them are like, you know, I want to do what, what you're doing. I want to be behind the scenes. I'm like, well, what are you doing to do that? Right. When I was when I was when I figured out what I wanted, I said, OK, I want to be a WWE superstar. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm six foot nothing. I'm, I'm 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 200 and nothing pounds. Like I am not the quintessential WWE superstar, especially back then. Back yep. then it was six, seven, 300 pounds of pure solid muscle. What are the things that I can get? What are the tools that I can get for myself? that can get me to where I need to be. Right. I said, I need a nutritionist. I need, and I didn't have money, by the way. I, I literally found a guy that would, would write me meal plans for a hundred bucks a month. Right. And so I would work my butt off doing uh, speaking engagements from the real world, uh, you know, while trying to live in LA. Then I was also in UPW, an independent wrestling school. I was in improv classes at the Groundlings and Improv Olympics. I was at our, uh, acting classes. And then top it off, I would find speaking engagements where I could speak in front of a large audience so I could figure out how to motivate an audience, how to guide an audience and figure that out. So I would find the tools that would get me to where I need to be. Right. So what would I tell my 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 young self just keep doing what you're doing and f find out what you want and find the tools that you need to get there that's perfect and now look at you you got gorgeous wife i'm still trying kids. to find the, t the trust me now i'm trying to find the tools to being the best dad possible yeah and let me tell you it, there is no there is no training guide there is no school for it you just have to go through it let me tell you when you get kids do you want kids yes you do i do how many do you know i'd say two or three two or three I think three is like my limit. I said I said the same thing, and uh, I I have I have 
two now and one was hard two is a whole nother level really yeah because i mean think about our job yeah. and what we do and you want to be with them you want to be present in everything that they do and so you you just do the best you can with what what you're given i guess you can say and i love being with them and being around them at all times it's the best oh i love that mm -hmm. i think your past self will look at your future self and be like you know what i did pretty damn good not bad you too oh thanks Thanks for listening to Uncool with Alexa Bliss and thanks to Mike, The Miz, Mizanin for being my guest. I am so excited for you guys to hear these great conversations on this season of Uncool. I'll be chatting with musicians like Taylor Hansen, WWE superstars like Nikki and Brie Bella, Broadway stars like James Iglehart, Napoleon Dynamite himself, John Heater, and so many more. You can help spread the word about Uncool by subscribing and rating five stars on Apple Podcasts and by telling your friends to check it out and do the same. You can also find us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Uncool with Alexa Bliss and click follow. You can find me on Twitter at Alexa Bliss underscore WWE and on Instagram at Alexa underscore Bliss underscore WWE underscore. There's a lot of underscores. But let's celebrate your awkward moments and uncool moments on social media by using the hashtag Uncool with Alexa. I want to hear from you. Thanks for listening. And remember, it's cool to be uncool. G3 Assistance through Virginia's Community Colleges is your pathway to a new future. Helping those who qualify pay for school and train for the right career. Right where you are, right now. Learn more at vccs.edu forward slash G3.